Life, the word is life. Podcast, welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast, welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast, podcast, yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, season two, episode 36. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast part of your daily routine, your evening routine, Whenever, wherever, however you're choosing to listen or watch this podcast right now, I just want to say thank you. I love you. Because without you, this moment in time, this space that we're sharing, this experience that we're having would not even exist without you. So thank you for putting the What Is Life podcast on your back. And if you're one of those supporters who are leaving a monthly donation. (sighs) Trust me, your support goes a long way. It really does. And you know, I got to give a huge shout out to Pal Pullen because he figured out the technical difficulties that we were having with the monitor. That's why we weren't able to bring you guys visuals for a while, for like the last few episodes. Mid-episode... The monitor was just shut off and be like, what's going on? You know, couldn't have that. So he said, you know what? We'll just scratch it. We'll give it to you guys with just the sound. And of course, you guys received it well. You're loving it. You're rocking with it. And I appreciate that. Like I said, your support goes a long way. Life. What is life? This life can have you puzzled. It can have you perplexed. Sometimes we see things and we feel uneasy. We feel tension. Certain situations that we're in make us feel tense. Even when we're under the sun. While the sun gives life, while it also brings light, it's also very intense. The rays are very hot. I say this because in ancient Egypt, one of the gods that they worshipped was Aten, the sun god. And when we look at the word attention, right? When we hear that word, we think of focus. We think of awareness. We think of being 
consciously aware and locked in on the situation that's going on. Like if we hear a baby crying and we choose to turn our attention, right, to that baby that's crying. That's us shifting our energy in that direction. If we're in class and we're actually paying attention to the lecture, we're actually engaged, taking notes, actively listening, being dialed in in that moment. paying attention and I suppose when they worshipped this God you already know their attention was solely on building that relationship with Aten any God that you pray to right I would hope that you have a relationship with that God. You know, I don't pray to a Hebrew God or a Baptist God. The God I pray to is the God I pray to. The creator I pray to is the creator I pray to. Now, since we're all unique, we all have different relationships and we all see different styles, different sides of this creator. Just how I speak to the creator is different from how you may speak to the creator. Your language is different. So if I try to pray in Spanish, right? And I don't know Spanish, I would be frustrated. That would make me want to stray away from even getting in touch with my higher self and what caused me to drift, what caused me to live a life of wonder, of wilderness, living moment to moment, having my attention drawn from every which way instead of being the master and being the Lord and decision maker of where I want my attention to go. And since we are all God, since we are all children of the sun, Naturally, we want attention. We 
crave attention. That is something that naturally we seek. Whether it's us giving our attention to something or us commanding attention from someone or something. It's all energy-based. When we receive attention from some people, from the right person, from the right source, it can make us feel alive. It can make us feel like, damn, this is worth living for. This is these little moments right here. This is, this is what life's all about. But then... When you start to develop an attachment to this source of attention and all of a sudden it stops feeding you that energy, it can create a sense of sadness. It can create a sense of despair. It can create a sense of Jealousy. Jealousy is something that we've all experienced and that we all are aware of once it arises. And I truly believe, I truly wholeheartedly have faith that everybody has at least once in their lives tried to overcome this jealousy. They've tried to rise above. Because when jealousy arises, that's truly when you need your ego to shine bright. That's when you need your ego to perform, but it has to be controlled. It has to be controlled. This way, see, I think it's, I think it's cool now or it's trendy now to be nonchalant, but You don't want to be nonchalant all your life, like every single waking moment of your life. Like those type of people are just, I don't know. I don't know. They irritate me because trust me, I'm cool. I'm nonchalant. I'm calm. But I'm also a very passionate person. I love to get excited about things. Like if you're telling me, oh, we got a all expense paid trip to the Maldives, whoop de wop de wee. And you're not excited. You're just like, eh, I don't want to go with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to, I don't even want to be around you in that moment. You know, I, that's not my vibe. 
Like there's times to be chill and cool, whoop de whoop de whoop. And there's times to be, you know what I mean? But the jealousy feeling can have you fucked up. It can have you real fucked up. Reason being is because jealousy shows you how entitled you are to a position to a person or to a responsibility. For instance, for some reason, I don't know if you guys know this or not, maybe you do from season one, I don't talk about it a lot, but I do have an older brother. I looked up to him, loved him. But if you let him tell it, I was the golden child. I was the one who received more attention and more love from my parents. I thought we received the same amount. I honestly didn't even pay attention to all that. I was too busy trying to entertain the kids in my pre-K class and kindergarten class. And when I wasn't getting, you know, first place or, you know, nothing less than first place or any games we played, if I wasn't getting the most laughs out of all my peers, in class, if I wasn't displaying that I was one of the smartest kids in the class, I get jealous. I'd throw temper tantrums. I get mad because I wasn't see- receiving that attention. So I I was humbled at an early age because my dad would whip my ass, like. When I got into a fight at school, which I still am pissed about to this day, because he specifically told me if somebody hits you, you hit him back. The dude hit me. I pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, I'm getting yelled at in Japanese. I don't know what they're saying. I start crying. And all I start repeating is, my dad told me if somebody hits me, I hit him back. <laughs> start crying and shit. Next thing you know, I'm home. Gave me a whooping. That was the only whooping he gave me when I was a kid. Matter of fact, he used to save me from whoopings. But that one specifically. That one humbled me real quick. And I think I needed that at a young age. You know what I mean? Knock some sense into me. Now I know PC cancel culture. They don't condone disciplining your kids like that. But if you don't instill fear in these kids somehow. You know what I mean? Because who is? Laws 
have to be respected. Rules have to be respected. And that goes so much deeper than the rules that we follow on the day to day. People are living their lives by a moral code, a moral ethic. So if you say something wrong to them, you know what I mean? They might up the tool on you. You might, they might black your eye. You might be walking home with a missing tooth. You never know. You might match somebody who exceeds your energy. Make you think twice about your actions the next time. (laughs) So that humbled me. So growing up with my brother, I looked up to him. You know, I mean, I used to tell him, yo, fail so we could be in the same class. I thought I thought that'd be cool. You know what I mean? I thought that'd be cool. But we were different. He was real nerdy. Like playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna get into that man business, but you know what I mean he was one of those type of kids. And I was into sports. You know what I mean? I was into sports. And I was a goofy kid. I liked making jokes and laughing and stuff. And I was very passive aggressive. Because that quick temper got eliminated from me at a very young age. Which I'm very thankful for. That's, that helped me, um, it instilled patience in me at a very young age. And I think patience helps you deal with jealousy because, you know, you have time to sit with those emotions to really figure them out instead of just reacting off the impulses that the different emotions that jealousy brings. But anywho, my brother would go to school and spread lies on me to make himself be seen as popular. I was a popular kid and I was always cooler with the older kids because when, you know, when you're good at sports and shit, people talk about you and, and it, they, you, you're putting this light, right? That you have like superpowers or you're invincible or you're almost like a legend because people want to see what they say about you is true. And then when you're out there and you play on the field and these guys are way bigger than you and you're making a miss and you're making plays, you're just like, dang, how's he doing that? Or how's he so fast? And then my cousin, he was in the NFL at the time. And so, you know, that's another reason for kids to want to test you like that. And it was real interesting because the street that we grew up on wasn't a bad street, but then literally the next street over. It's fucking hood. So you had, you know, semi-middle-class kids in Mississippi 
interacting with, you know what I mean? Trench babies, if you will, mud babies, if you will. And my brother would always find himself getting into fights with his peers and me being loyal, being a protector. I'd always assist in fighting his battles. Because, you know what I mean? You have to stand your ground. You have to. You can't be getting bullied out here. But he was trying to bully people for no reason. But he was always jealous of me. Till this day. I'm like, dude, you're fucking in your 30s. Do something. You know what I mean? Do something with your life. Jealousy is such a confusing feeling because all it really is is inspiration. Right? It's inspiration. When you look at the word zealous, you think of fervent, you think of determined, you think of inspired, empowered. And those are the feelings that come along with the word jealous. So jealousy is not always bad. But it's just not a good feeling. Like, I remember one time I was dating someone. And I had already tried to end this relationship before. And she made some threats. And I was like, all right, we can work it out. Boom, 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 boom. And then, you know, it ended up not going so well in my favor, more towards the back end. But... You know, all is wells now. All is wells now, so I'll wander under the bridge. It's all kumbaya. But she started spending time with this guy, and I start receiving less and less texts, less and less hangouts. Then all my friends were like, Ooh, speeds your girl. Cheating and whoop, whoop, whoop. And I was like, man, nah, y'all tripping. So I'm, I'm, you know, I was going through my own shit at the time. 
a teenager trying to figure out what I'm going to do in my future. Trying to figure out how I'm going to get this moolah. Trying to figure out where I'm going to live. A lot to handle. A lot to handle. You know, if you don't have your life all the way figured out by the time you graduate, it can be a little spooky. It can be a little spooky. Especially here in America. Sink or swim. But then we were all three hanging out. The dude she was hanging out with. Plus myself. We're all three hanging out. You know, they all laughing and giggling. I'm throwing up some fake ha-ha's and hee-hee's. They start grabbing each other's legs. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, ah, I'm out. She started throwing a little fitty fit. Woopity woody whoop. Then you know, a couple weeks later, break up. But that's the thing about me when it comes to relationships and jealousy. Like if I feel myself starting to get jealous, if I feel myself starting to want more of your time, we'll have that conversation so I can try to see where your mind's at. But if I still feel this feeling of uneasy, like this is it, that, be, that becomes an intuition standpoint. And that becomes an intuition decision. Jealousy can teach you how to get the fuck out of a situation. I don't understand why in relationships... Men try to make women jealous or women try to make men jealous. Women hate, but women I've dated, I've always hated that I don't display the emotion of jealousy as much as they'd like to see it. I just have that much faith in myself, I guess. And on top of that, I'm not the type of person to want to lock somebody or tie somebody down. I don't want to own or claim somebody. I want them to choose me. As much as I choose them. But at the same time, I also want them to live their life. And with that comes a level of trust and a level of respect that you have to give them. So if you're a guy and your lady has guy friends and she says they're cool, it's up to you to trust that. And you'll know, your intuition will tell you if something's fishing. Because jealousy can also help you build trust. 
within a relationship. Having those mature conversations about your emotions, how certain actions that he or she is doing amongst others within a friend group or around your parents or whatever the situation. That strengthens the bond. So I appreciate every relationship that I've ever been in and we've actually fought for it to try to keep working out. I'm actually thankful for it. Because that brings out a certain newfound wisdom within me that I wouldn't have attained if I didn't go through those situations. Especially with my brother. Who I went to bat for so much. And that man preys on my downfall. I'll never understand it. I just won't ever get it. And I still love him to this day. But I already told the man, you know what? If I get married, ever have kids, can't ever see him. You know what I mean? I already set those limits, set those laws, established those boundaries. But I wish him well, wish him the best. So how to defeat jealousy? The solution is attention. Where do you want your mind to be? Do you want to focus on your partner cheating on you? Or do you want to have faith that they're making the right decisions so you can actually enjoy your night or enjoy your day or and just enjoy your time being present. There's nothing worse than sitting at home trying to enjoy yourself and having your imagination run wild thinking about what somebody else is doing or thinking about how somebody else got the job and you didn't get it or thinking about how you don't get as much playing time as your teammate even though you feel like you're the better player. This is why I believe sports is so important. The more kids are able to be humbled at a young age, the better they are put up for success. When they reach that adolescent stage.
Sports teaches you. <sighs> it teaches you to be proud. It teaches you to uplift others. It teaches you sportsmanship. Life is a competition. There's winners and losers. But you got to congratulate that winner. Because you're going to get your winning day too. And when that day comes, I'm sure you would like to be congratulated as well. We all strive for that one opportunity. That's all we need in this life. It's just one. One chance to show who we really are. And that's why every day we have the opportunity to show the many different sides of ourselves. And some people hate the fact that some of us do it so well. Some of us hate the fact that or are jealous of the fact that some of us might have the same skills, but somebody's skill level is outperforming yours. So they're getting more opportunities. You may be jealous of the fact that somebody has the willpower to learn more, to focus more, to actually create the life that they want to live for, their, for themselves. So if you want to eliminate jealousy, just be happy for others. I know it's hard. I know it's hard because you want that attention. You want that praise, but you can't get it all the time. You can't have all that light on you. You'll burn out. You'll burn out, ladies and gentlemen. That's the last thing you want to do. You can't be selfish. Selfishness eliminates jealousy. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Selfishness breeds jealousy. Selflessness eliminates jealousy. But I fuck with jealousy, though, because it could really help me decide or really see, right? It's like a litmus test of how much I want something or how much I desire something. It's interesting. When we actually talk about the things that scare us, it just sounds different. Right? Because nobody likes a jealous person. But some people get off on that. But not me. Some people try to make people jealous out of spite. I'm guilty of that sometimes. <laughs> I can't cap. Life.
What do y'all think about jealousy? Let me know in the comments. As always, it is your boy, your host, Sensei Spees. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. That is all the time that we have for episode 36. If you made it this far, you are a special soul, a beautiful soul, a lovely soul. And just remember, your opportunity will come. Stay patient. Don't rush this life. Respect time. Give respect to time. And time will show you where you need to put your attention to. And when it's time to put your attention there, lock in. Forget about the world around you and go into the world within. Stay tuned for episode 37. Yo, we are... We are... (laughs) After you are completed with this episode, we're about to be three more episodes away from 100. Like, that is huge, ladies and gentlemen. And I love you guys for that. Like, I got these glasses on, but behind these glasses, behind these shades, I'm tearing up. And y'all can't see these tears. But just know, it's beautiful. I'm happy about where we're going. And I think we're going to hit 200 episodes before it's all said and done. Before season 20, or before 2023 comes around. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for episode 37. As always, this is your boy, Sensei's Bees, and it's getting spooky.